Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Oh, boy. It is behind the It Happened could here. I'm Evans, Robert, podcast, song. Hello. Who else is on the call? What are we doing? Where are we? It, it, it's 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 me uh it's christopher wong i'm gonna talk a lot this episode there's also other people you are, here you are now before we get into that i should note that we we're all just looking at the latest episode of podcast magazine which of course we all read <laughs> regularly that's <laughs> i do got like a list that, i do like that they describe you as uh as uh they, 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 they describe you in a few funny ways, actually. Yes, they do. It's a list of the most powerful people in podcasting. Uh-huh. Um, it's, of and course, got p- me, obviously. Trevor Noah, 40, Joe Rogan, on, all the greats. <laughs> on, on page 47, we have Robert Evans, who, and they do say that he has also undertaken an ambitious daily series called It Could Happen Here that takes on some of the weightiest issues and problems facing policymakers <laughs> around the world. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I will say this if, if you are a policymaker and you have ever taken a policy suggestion from us you have a legal obligation to like light your own office on fire with a molotov 
I do like that Robert Evans no, is no, right no. above. No, 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 don't, don't the- listen to Chris. Do it, policymakers. <laughs> I do like that Robert Evans is right above the serial creators. So that's mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. that is nice. The, that is. I'm above middle. Trevor Noah. I mean, I don't. I literally don't think it's like it listed because there is no way in in the list. Ben Shapiro is above Joe Rogan, and that's just not not accurate to the demog- to the to the to the the way the industry functions, but. It's a very well, silly list it's, anyway. It's been fun reading through our latest issue of our favorite of our favorite <laughs> podcast magazine. Podcast uh, magazine, of course. Made, made yep. by Podcast yep. News Daily, where you can get all your news yeah. about podcasts. Um, a thing that yeah. I, I totally knew about. Uh, uh, for, for, I've, I've known about this clearly for longer than 15 minutes. Actually, that's, that's not true. I've, I've known about it for longer than eight minutes, maybe 12. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah, an amazing well, photo of Robert. He looks was like happy to get, meme. I I was was happy was happy to get in mm-hmm. some fine reading today. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyway, what's 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 this what what's our episode actually about? <laughs> That's a great okay. question. It's a podcast power rating episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. We're 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 mm-hmm. I, I don't even have anywhere to go with that. No, the thing the thing the episode is actually about is heat waves. And very specifically Ooh. Uh, a heat wave in China that has been going on for why this is day seven. As we're recording, this is day seventy-two. I think by by the time this go out goes out, it will probably be like day seventy-four. Um, yeah, and this is an an incomparable heat wave. Uh, I'm I'm just gonna read this from Axios. <laughs> The extreme heat and drought that has been roasting a vast swath of southern China for at least 70 days straight has no parallel in modern record-keeping in China or anywhere else around the world, for that matter. Now, okay, so that sounds bad, right? But it's actually worse than that because... Okay, so if 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 you were to read that, you 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 might believe that this heat wave is just affecting southern China, and that's, like, not true. It's also affecting northern China. It is affecting like most of China. It's like affecting almost like most people alive. Like it, yeah. it is affecting is nine hundred million people now, yeah. which Chris, is like Chris. Quick question: Is that a lot? So okay, so if 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 you rank all the countries in the world, right, the people affected by this heat wave would be the third largest country in the world, only behind China and India. Okay, okay. So that's that's, a, that's several peoples. It's it's I fun. Mean, is it more people than the British people who have been logging on to post about it being like 85 degrees and them dying? It's like, I do love one of the things that's keeping me alive during this ugly summer is like all of the photos of British people just getting as red as possible because they think that tanning means burning 80% of the surface of your body. You uh, it's hard for me to explain how difficult it was for me to comprehend that in California they won't serve you if you have your shirt off because it is a national tradition in Britain to take off your shirt and get as much sunburn as possible in <laughs> to ta- or it's if possible you're getting into a fist fight as well oh, yeah, well, I, we I have witnessed a number of folks pull their shirts off in fights in London <laughs> <laughs> yep it's, it's part of our natural uh, heritage uh, for many. It's, it's a beautiful country, but please continue, Chris. Yeah, okay, so, so you know, to, to get a sense of, like, the stakes of this, right? So, okay, and, like, the, just, just the sheer scale of this, because 900 million people is an amount of people that, like, we, like, is incomprehensible. Yeah, like, you can't. That, that's a number that's too that large. Is. So, okay, Sichuan province, right? This is, this is one province that is being affected by this. This province has 83 million people in it. This is the entire combined population of California, Texas, Indiana, and New York City. 
Mm-hmm. Um, here's here's from France 24 about what's happening here. Uh, since July this year, the province has faced the most extreme high temperatures, the lowest rainfall in the corresponding period in history, and the highest power load in history, local authorities said. So it is hotter than it has ever been. It is uh, drier than it has ever been, except and and this is the fun part. Uh, this is this, this, similar similar to what's been happening in Texas, and I think. Yeah, well, I mean, Texas is probably the best example of this. Uh, so, okay, so it's really, really, really unbelievably dry, except for when there's giant flash floods, and they've killed, like, 22 people already, have, have died from the flash floods. Um, a different province, but... Yeah, it is unbelievably bleak. Um, wh- one of the big things that's happening is that the Yangtze River is... Like, the lowest anyone has ever seen it. Who's Like, anyone alive has ever seen it. It's the lowest we have recorded measurements of, because... Like, and this is anything, everything that's happening here. Like, there is no record of it ever being this bad. And this is a real problem because, particularly in Sichuan, because 80% of this province's power is drawn from hydroelectric. And, you know, it turns out uh, it's, it's really bad if the rivers that you are relying on for your hydroelectric power are basically drying up. And, like, like there's, there's pictures of, like, like you, you can go find pictures of this. Like there are pictures of the Yangtze that like it looks like a riverbed on Mars. Like it is just just completely dry. Like it's like dry cragged stuff. It's really yeah. Grim. I mean, again, this is just to kind of bring out how worldwide this problem is. We're seeing pieces of this everywhere else, right? Like Texas, which is also in a horrible drought, has been having flash floods that have been disastrous recently because when it's been super dry for a while and you have these these heavy rains, it's it's a huge fucking problem. And you've got riverbeds drying up all across the Southwest and things like Lake Mead getting mm-hmm. low enough that hydroelectric power isn't going to be reliable yeah. in a huge chunk of it. Like, the, the, again, because it's important not to distract from like what's happening in China, but because it's important, like this is this is everybody, this is everybody yeah, all the time in India is threatened too, right by now. this. Yes, in India, all yeah. over. Yeah, yeah, and and you know, okay, so the the the, the heat wave in China, like, there's been very very little English coverage of it, and the thing that everyone focuses on is the fact that like the, the power outages, well, the the, the 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 reduced ability to generate power, and the fact that everyone has to turn on their air conditions to not like literally die is, you know, it's wreaking havoc on China's sort of productive capacity. So Sichuan has, like, there, there, there's an enormous, like, industrial base there that, you know, produces stuff from everything from, like, Tesla to Apple. And this is what the, the sort of the Anglophone media cares about, right? Like, everything, almost everything written about the heat wave is about its effect on, like, supply chain disruption, disruption to, like, semiconductor production and, like, batteries for electronics and so on and so forth. And I do not give a shit about this. Um... And the reason I don't give a shit about this is because the actual human impact of this is just sort of unfathomable. And the media outlets who are talking about it, like, don't seem to be paying attention to it at all. Um, so wh- while I was originally, okay, so uh, uh, when, I, when I was originally writing part of this episode, I went and, like, looked back at weather data for Shanghai and so, okay, when I was writing this on, on August 23rd, um, that day was 103 in Shanghai, uh, like two weeks before that, it was 111. And I found out that from July 30th to August 20th, the te- like the, the, the high temperature, like the, the daily high temperature, like did not go below 100 on the 21st. It finally rained and that dropped the temperature to mm-hmm. merely 94, I think. Either tomorrow, today or tomorrow, I think, 
it, it will go below 90. This is at uh, night as well. Or no, this is, this is, this is, oh, this is the temperature of the day, but the temperature in the night aren't going below like 70 either. Then a lot, a lot of times are in the eighties or nineties. And, and then you know, like, uh, the, the temperature at night does just for people who are not aware of like heat. One of the things that's most important for like the survivability of a heat wave is whether or not it gets cool at night because yeah, you can survive yeah. pretty hot temperatures during the day if you're able to cool your body down at night. It's one of the re- like one of the saving graces the Pacific Northwest had during its heat waves. But Yeah, and and this is this is a real like so Chungking, which is an enormous city in China. It's, it has 9 million people like regularly in the city. It's Chungking is it's it, the city is also the municipal like government. There's there's a whole sort of complicated thing there, but like the municipality of Chungking has 32 million people in it. Uh they had a night I uh, a couple I think a, a couple of weeks ago that was 94.8 degrees. And which is, again, like that is a night that is significantly hotter than the average summer day. And, you know, I mean, like and I want to go back to Shanghai for just like a second, because like Shanghai, I, I, I looked this I, I looked this up. Shanghai has not had a day where the high has been below 89 degrees for two consecutive days since mid-June. It has been over 90 degrees every single day, like without two days back to back. It wasn't that hot since mid-June. Um, and you know, okay. So like the, the, the effect, this is having enormous effects. Uh, one of the big ones, this is the most noticeable ones is like basically like any excess power usage that a city can have is just getting shut off. There's been a lot of, uh, there's been a lot of stuff where like businesses aren't allowed to open before like 4 PM because it's literally just too hot and the, the, the you can't deal with the electricity load and yeah, like, and you know, and the other, the other problem here again is like, it's not cooling off at night. And if it's not cooling off at night, yeah, like the, this is this is the thing that kills people. Um, yeah. And so, I, well, the one of the things I want to talk about this is just like looking at this, looking at what this looks like on like a very, very granular individual level, because this stuff also just sort of gets ignored. Um, there is a really horrible story in Six Tone, which is like, I, it's hard to describe them. So, Six Tone is a state media outlet, but they're like, I don't know, you, I, I guess you consider them like they're they're like the left wing state media outlet. Which means that, like, they they have somewhat more ed- like editorial independence than like something like China Daily or like a lot of the other state-run things, and they like they criticize the government a lot more <laughs> than uh, most of the sort of state-run outlets. And th- they did this story about a migrant worker who was working at a freight depot about like he's this is this depot is about like two and a half hours outside of Shanghai, and okay, so he he he's he's working and. It is, you know, it is, it is unbelievably hot. I think, I think the last day that he's working here, it's 104 degrees. And that night it only cooled off to 84. Here's from Six Tone about sort of just the conditions that people are working in here. On the hottest days, the temperature side of the carriages is at least 50 degrees Celsius, which is 122 degrees Fahrenheit. Says Yu Dong, a worker from Jiangxi, another inland province. It feels like you're on fire standing here around noon. His employer, an outsourcing agency, hands out heat stroke prevention drugs, which he takes twice a day. At the freight depot, managers sit in air-conditioned rooms, but workers like him rest under trees. The office is not for us, Yu says. Now, okay, in theory, under Chinese law, uh, if if it hits 104 degrees, outdoor work is supposed to immediately stop, and you're supposed to move everyone indoors and, like, give them water and stuff, because it turns out if you're working, uh, like, a hard manual labor job outside in 104, uh, you might die. 
but you know, you're all, and you're also, you're also supposed to get paid heat breaks. And you know, like, you know, as, as anyone who is familiar with, for example, how American farm labor works, uh, you know what happens about to happen next. Uh, it turns out that, you know, OK, so you can take a break, but your employers won't pay you for it because like they don't like no, who's 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 going to who's going to actually force them to do it. Jong, who's the, 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 the worker the story is about, you know, is extremely poor. His family is poor. He's trying to support a family like back home because, again, he's, he's a migrant worker and. He, you know, he, he can't, he can't afford to take a break on his shift so he doesn't die. And so he, he literally collapses on the job and then gets back up and finishes his work. And he tries to cool down by like laying in his tiny unair conditioned apartments with like an electric fan pointed at his head. And he died on a bed that was held up by two broken cinder blocks, making maybe $4 an hour. Oh, yeah. And you know, workers paradise. Yeah, and and I mean, the, the, you know, the, the thing about this, right, is so in theory, he's working for uh, for a state-owned company, right? But you know, as 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 we talked about, like a little bit in the, the sort of quote earlier, he's not actually working for the state-owned firm. What he's working for is one of these like labor agencies, which are these like sort of contracting things that allow you to actually get a job. But you know, what 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 happens is that the, the state-owned firms like outsource labor to the, the to these contracting firms. And the contracting firms just, like, pick people up and bring them to the site. But this means he doesn't have a contract. And the problem is, if you don't have, if you don't have a contract, right, you can't get any government benefits. You can't get uh, insurance. And it turns out this matters because, uh, you know, China, China has, like, a payout, right, that they're supposed to pay to families when, you know, if, if, if someone dies in the job. But, you know, it's almost impossible to collect, especially if you don't have a contract. It is it is almost impossible to to get this thing. Um and you know, like th- this is this is how like most of the Chinese economy works. Uh, the Chinese Journal Chuang calculated that in Dongguan, which is one of like China's big industrial cities, if if companies actually paid out the insurance benefits they were legally required to pay out, uh, it it would cut corporate profit by fifty percent and bankrupt like most of the companies working here. So you know, the, the entire economy is based on this, and Zhang's family drives like three hundred and fifty miles to the city where he died and starts like harassing government officials and bosses for like literally weeks. They are trying to get people to like, Hey, you know, will you pay out the insurance money? You're legally required to pay us. And they refuse, uh, like the local officials like won't even give them like surveillance footage of like what, like of, of him on the job dying. And, you know, after, after like several weeks of this, like four or five weeks, they're finally able to get a sixth of the money they're supposed to get. If you die, if someone dies under sort of like this, they're able to get a sixth of the money that you're supposed to get under Chinese law. If one of your family members dies in the workplace. And, you know, I'm, I'm focusing on this story because it's, it, it's one of the few stories that we have directly about sort of the sheer magnitude of the suffering this heat wave is, is, is causing. And, Part of part of what's going on here is that we don't know what the death toll of the heat wave is. There's there's nothing about it, right? You'll you'll see a couple of reports that talk about like two or three heat related deaths, but it's it is literally impossible that there there are that few deaths. Um, there 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 was a study in the journal Lancet that was looking at uh, heat related deaths in China over the last uh, thirty years, and it showed that like heat related deaths have died have increased by a factor of four since 1990. And, you know, so there, there was there, there was another heat wave in China that was like pretty bad in 2019. And uh, they they calculated that uh, twenty six thousand eight hundred people had died from heat related deaths. Jesus. Yeah. And 
you know, and again, that 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 heat wave, the 2019 heat wave was pretty bad. Uh, this heat wave, like, it has just utterly destroyed every single record that heat wave set. Like it, it is in like its own universe of heat waves. So it has killed it. Like probably by the end of this, it will have killed like tens of thousands of people. Yep. And yeah, which is really bleak. And, you know, I mean, I think like part of the reason also I wanted to talk about like this specific story is that like, you know, so the, the weather itself like is trying to like is, is enough to kill you. Right. But like, okay. So like, the, like this kind of heat is survivable if, like, you know, if, if, if you're in a situation where you can be inside and where you can be hydrated and stuff like that. But, you know, hey, capitalism exists. That means you have to keep working during this shit, and that's just going to keep killing people. Um, I, I wanted to sort of also look at sort of some of the historical heat waves to, to, to also to get a sense of how many people, like, probably died in this one. Um, I think, like... Maybe the most famous heat wave, like in in my lifetime, well, until this one, I guess, was a heat wave in Europe in two thousand three, and that one killed something like seventy thousand people. Um, and and th- there's a lot of very interesting stuff that we learned from this heat wave about what heat waves do, sort of in general. Uh, the the United Nations like environmental program like released a report about this, and there's a lot of really interesting stuff in it. I mean, okay, so the the obvious one is that this has a massive effect on agriculture, which, okay, yeah, like. You can ask a four-year-old and they will tell you that uh, this is bad. And this is happening. This is affecting China right now, too, because um, this drought is hitting like right in the middle of a lot of China's breadbasket. So, yeah, there's all these sort of like downstream effects that we'll see later. Um, One of the other fun parts about this, this is from the 2003 heat wave. Uh, I'm just going to read this quote. Mass of alpine glaciers decreased by 10% in 2003. And yeah, okay, so you know what, what you're seeing here, right, is this sort of cyclical thing where each each heat wave, you know, does things like melt glaciers, right? And that makes the next heat wave worse because when when you when you lose glacier mass, you're lo- you're, you're you're losing surface area that reflects light, which increases the level of warming and this is sort of, you know, this is one of the sort of feedback loops that we're we're, we're dealing with. Um uh, you know, another thing that we've been seeing a lot in the U.S., uh, 2020 had this, like, pretty badly. I mean, I guess, like, anyone who lives in the Pacific Northwest, like, understands this. Uh, there's just There are just fires constantly because it turns out that when it's really hot, things just light on fire. Um, in, the, in, the, in the 2003 one, there were 25,000 fires, and they burned something like 650,000 hectares of forest. And even the places it didn't burn, uh, it, it causes sort of like severe, uh, severe ecological damage to these forests because, like the 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 the, the, the heat leaves trees, for example, like a lot weaker than they're supposed to. I mean, this leaves them vulnerable to things like plagues and to like into the waves of insects. And this, you know, like everything that's happening here with these heat waves, like weakens the environments that are supposed to be sort of like mitigating the effects of climate change. Um. We, we, so we also like on the sort of like human front, we, we talked about how uh, heat waves can knock out uh, uh, heat waves can knock out hydroelectric power. It turns out uh, they can also knock out nuclear power plants because nuclear power plants rely on like dumping their cooling water back into rivers. Now, th- there's like there's there's legal limits on how hot like the water that you can dump into these rivers is supposed to be, because it turns out, you know, if OK, if you dump a bunch of boiling water into a river, it's going to kill everything in it. But as the sort of cooling process like 
gets more difficult because the, lo- the water levels are lower. Uh, you have to take power plants offline because otherwise you're going to just kill everything in the river when, you, when you're venting your sort of exhaust heat. And in, two, it got, in 2003, it gets bad enough that, like, a bunch of companies get exemptions, right? They're like, okay, it's an emergency. We can turn this on. We can, like, we can vent all this hot water back in the rivers. But, you know, you can only do this so many times before you irrevocably fuck up the eco- ecosystem of the river. And, again, this is, this, is, this is the problem, right? Like, you, 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 you get, you're getting into these feedback loops. You're destroying, the, you're destroying the ecosystem. You're destroying the river ecosystems. This also, again, has problems with, like, it reduces its its, its the river's ability to serve as a carbon sink. And, but, but it's like, you know, but what choice do you have, right? Because your ener- the energy consumption treat heat waves massively increases because you need to cool yourself down. You need air conditioning, you need things like fans or people are going to die. And so the, the, like every, every single one of these like heat waves just sort of spirals. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and game sense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career. And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. 
yeah, I guess the, the last thing I wanted to talk about is something that we haven't... I, I, we talked about this in, like, the very, very early episodes of the show, but, like, haven't talked about much since, which is wet bulb temperature. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so for, for, for people who don't remember what this is... um. I mean, we were talking a little bit about it earlier and that when you can't cool down at night, like that's yeah. one of the big things about a wet bulb temperature. But yeah, it's it's more complicated than that. Yeah. So like, I guess the, the, the basics of it is that, OK, so your body like cools itself down by sweating. And when when the water evaporates off your skin, it cools you off. And this is one of the big ways that your body sort of keeps your internal temperature under control. The problem basically is uh, what if your sweat can't evaporate? And that that brings us to uh, what what web bulb, wet bulb temperature is. Uh, here here's NASA quote: Web bulb wet bulb temperature is the lowest temperature to which an object can cool down when moisture evaporates from it. So what what it's measuring for us is how cool our bodies can actually get from sweating. Uh, the problem is that at a wet bulb temperature of about ninety seven degrees Fahrenheit, your sweat stops evaporating and you can't cool yourself, and this kills you really really fast. Um. Here's NASA again talking to uh, Colin Raymonds, who's from he's I, I think he does climate stuff at the at uh, NASA's Jet Propulsion Laboratory. Once wet bulb temperature exceeds 35 degrees Celsius or 95 degrees Fahrenheit, no amount of sweating or other adaptive behavior is enough to lower your body to a safe operating temperature," said Raymond. Most of the time, it's not a problem because the wet bulb temperature is usually five to ten degrees Celsius below body temperature, even in hot, humid places. But you know, it's important to know here, by the way, that like the wet bulb, wet bulb temperature is like not the same thing as regular temperature. Um, it, it's it's measuring something like that's different from how hot it is, and and it's worth noting that like the current heat waves, like they're really bad, but it hasn't really been hitting the wet bulb temperature hasn't really been hitting the place places where they just are absolutely lethal and start killing hundreds of thousands of people. But that is going to happen. Right. Even even in sort of like even 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 in the even in the climate models where, you know, we act, we keep emissions to like two degrees. Right. Which which at this point is looking like some of the optimistic models like this stuff is going to happen in the next 30 or 50 years. And unless something drastically changes, like we're we're we're, we're going to watch this happen. We're, we're going to watch countries hit these temperatures. We're going to watch enormous numbers of people fall over dead. And yeah, this is. <laughs> Um, this this is where climate change is heading, and it sucks. And the heat waves that are that are hitting China, the heat waves that are hitting India, the heat waves that we've seen here are like this is this is as good as it's going to get. It's just going to keep getting worse. I I, I I guess I should back up one second and talk a bit about the Chinese heat wave, which is that like the Chinese heat wave isn't just like a is it just a climate change thing. There's other stuff going on here. There's 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 like a very specific like confluence of like weather phenomena and like Linnea and stuff like that, that like coinc had to coincide to make a heat wave this bad. But the, the problem is like that stuff is all going to happen again. And, you know, so we're, we're, we're going to, we're going to get like, yeah, we're, we're, we're going to keep getting heat waves like this. And yeah, unless we do something differently. Yeah. I mean, we won't. Uh, I mean, we'll, you know, we'll twiddle around the edges. 
um, the Biden administration snuck some language into the 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 inflation bill that might allow the federal government to regulate CO2 still after the Supreme Court said they couldn't, but maybe not. Could you, Chris, would you, why, why don't we send a message to the people in Shanghai and let them know that? That'll, that'll help. Yeah. <laughs> they'll they'll yeah, feel and better. <laughs> policymakers who listen to the podcast. Yeah, all yeah, the yeah. policymakers who listen to the podcast. Um, yeah. I don't know. Like it, this is. It's one of those. If we were to take, if all of the policymakers who listen to our show were to take uh, all of our advice immediately, um, and we were to transition every city away from being vehicle centered and like effectively cut our emissions by 80 percent or more we would still be locked in to escalating heat waves like this all over the world for the rest of our natural lives because of the way the carbon cycle works. Um, not that that wouldn't help in the long run, but it would certainly not like that's one of the things that's so scary about this is we're all girding ourselves for the inevitability that this will just become more common and more devastating. So true. Um, and for everyone that has a hard time breathing, there's always, always the hope that via geoengineering, we can just pump more pollution into the air to reflect more sunlight, which will increase a whole bunch of other diseases. You know, because, I watched uh, the first seven seconds of the movie Snowpiercer, and that does seem like an idea that would work. <laughs> you know, it's funny. When, when, when I was in school, I read like I read one of the first papers that was talking about this. And like the guy in the paper is like the opening of the paper is him literally going, this is a bad idea. We should only do this if there's literally no other choice. And then also like this is a thing we do for like 10 years to buy us more time to deal with regular climate change. And then as the years have gone on and as nothing has happened, you just got to watch like. Well, yeah, uh, there's um, Barack Obama's favorite book, Ministry for the Future, uh, which is a legitimately <laughs> very good book. It's just funny that he likes it because it absolutely embraces terrorism in defense it embraces, technology. Like, killing politicians. It, 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 it embraces sneaking into the house of oil and gas executives and murdering them in the night. Like half of as the well characters. as a wonky carbon crypto uh, fucking investment portfolio. But like there's a lot of different ideas. In that yeah, book. like like a lot of the characters in that book would have killed Obama. Like mm -hmm. it's yes, it's, it's, it's very, very like um, but one of the things that book deals with. So the, the inciting incident of that book is a horrible wet bulb. Um, moment in India that kills, I think it's millions of people. It, it, just a, like a nightmare disaster. Um, and one of the things the Indian government does as a result against the express wishes of the global community is start like a, essentially like an atmospheric seeding program in order to mitigate how bad the heat waves are. And like there's a bunch of consequences to that. And I kind of think one of the things that's most realistic about that book is as we have more shit like this happen, you will have nations on their own carry out climate mitigation efforts that could have serious effects on other countries because any of this stuff you do like if you if you if you seed clouds in the southwest or whatever in order to increase rain to raise the level at lake mead um that will like you can't fuck with the water cycle like that and not have impacts other places um and and this is a thing that certainly global law like like the international legal system is not ready to deal with um, and it's certainly something that our media ecosystem is not ready to deal with. And it, 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 it will happen. This is an inevitability, in my opinion. Yeah. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career. And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. I mean, yeah, one of the things that we do want to talk more about is the the reaction to this type of thing is going to be by capitalist countries and like the climate leviathan model is going to be to basically privatize the atmosphere and privatize the sky um, and different ways that skyvatize. Sure. Uh, mm-hmm. but in terms I, I of all saw of, pure hate in your face there, Garrison. <laughs> <laughs> but between all of like the corporate like space projects and then stuff with geoengineering, it's just going to be renting out sections of the atmosphere so that people can pump things into uh, to, for whatever for whatever kind of carbon neutral thing they want to do or yeah pumping shit into the atmosphere is what got us into this problem and it's what's going to get us out <laughs> so true make money somehow it's uh it's kind of funny that in the u.s which i don't know if you saw this but like this month 
uh, which we're recording this in August, uh, there was a discussion about how the water was going to be used in the Colorado River by the various states that are. Like, I did. I uh, did read that. Yeah, that was a very, very it, depressing report. It's it's fucked yeah, up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It just I it ended with like basically each of them chest thumping at each other and being like, "No, fuck you! I'll take as much water as I want. I'm upstream of you." Uh, I think Utah were the ones particularly uh, yeah. like belligerent in that case, but yeah, it it is the opposite of what we need to do. But here we are doing it. I was in Utah last this month. Uh, looking at new golf courses being built uh, by Fisher Towers out in the desert there. And it's great. There's a fun... Okay, so uh, Andreas Baum's last book before he kind of went off the like weird eco-Leninist rails uh, was called Fossil Capital. And he, he has a really interesting argument that like one of the reasons that we got into this mess in the first place and one of the reasons like country, companies started adopting coal was that even though coal was less efficient as like a source of electricity than having like water mills water, like having a succession of water mills going down the same river requires a bunch of different corporations to like coordinate with each other. And they don't want to do that. And because sort of like the, 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 the laws around who controls rivers is really sort of unclear. Like they were just like, no, screw this. We're just going to use coal, even though it's worse. And the fun part about this is now we get to get this again with like river law where it's like, oh, hey, it turns out that uh, capitalists and capitalist states are just utterly incapable of like sharing resources with each other. And they're just going to try to section off increasingly large parts of it, which is going to go increasingly badly. Yeah, I mean, it's like one of the things you're the, the failure to be able to imagine anything that exists outside of a profit and loss kind of mentality um is is one of the major problems that we have like all over with this like there's right now one of the big stories coming out of the UK is that as a result of the war in Ukraine and gas prices the cost of heating is has risen fucking massively this is a problem for all of Europe um and a lot of families in the UK are looking at the numbers i've seen are anywhere from like 4000 to even 6 7000 pounds to heat their houses during the winter which is like 10 to 15000 real dollars it's a lot of money um, and it's substantially in excess of of what they have been paying in the past. And it's like, that is enough. I mean, imagine yourself, how many people, li- I'm going to guess it, it's a small fraction of people listening who could afford an extra ten to $12,000 in bills this winter and not have it completely fuck their lives up. So obviously people cannot pay for their heating um, this winter. And like, if you can't pay a bill, you're not going to pay a bill, right? That's one of the laws of the iron laws of finance bills that can't be paid, won't be paid. So the state is coming in, but the state is not, again, these company, basically all of these companies are, would be essentially insolvent. Like if things were allowed to proceed naturally, so the government's going to have to do something, but the thing the government isn't going to do is like actually nationalize any of these heating companies. It's, it's just going to like, pump more tax. Anyway, it's, 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 it's the same thing. It's a failure to kind of imagine anything outside of this. Well, maybe if capitalism has broken down around this issue, this isn't an issue that should continue to be in the hands of corporations. Yeah. Well, and, and, but the, no. the fun part about this too, is that like, okay, it's like, well, okay, well, okay, we'll nationalize this and that will save us. And then you look at like, what, what do act, what do most of the world's nationally owned corporations look like? And it's like, well, okay. So the government owns it like 51% of the stock, but then it functions exactly like a normal company. Well, right. And I'm not like, saying like the, the yeah. solution is is not. Sorry, James, you're yeah. you're the actual Britain in this room. Yes, uh, it's just kind of funny because in Britain, 
people uh, living on state pensions or uh, certain other like state programs, state disability and stuff get a, a winter fuel allowance normally. And the winter fuel allowance is scheduled to go up like, like less than a tenth of that, that that amount that you just said would be the, uh, the increase in the cost of heating, right? And it's still sort of, it's just so funny to see, like in theory, Britain has several political parties, all of them, especially with Labour under Keir Starmer, are like a clustered under a neoliberal consensus. And Keir, that, like rather than considering doing anything, they are bickering over like how much of a pittance they want to throw to poor people uh like, yeah you know, i mean like, he, yes yeah. yeah it's also very funny that britain did build a desalination plant in the thames estuary um and forgot to account for the fact that due to it being an estuary the river coming in and out uh the levels of salt in the water would change uh, and that would make the desalination oh my god <laughs> so, and it's fucking i think it's biodiesel fueled it's just awesome it's magnificent yeah we've got great leaders over there and we don't need to change yeah no you 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 seem to whenever i think of countries that have their shit together i think the uk um yeah you've got to remember that nazis use bicycles when you're considering uh your options for transport and climate change in the future (laughs) (laughs) deranged british tweets of the day Mm mm-hmm yeah, I mean, hey, okay, look, look, the 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 one the one very dim silver lining is that maybe this will cause the British the entire British political system to collapse. Like, yeah, but you that never happens know. like twice a year, right? Well, no, but but but, but yeah, I mean, like, what like is this, collapse here? Well, like, okay, here's the thing, right? If 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 you have enough people who the government is trying to pay their bills, they start throwing Molotovs at stuff. Like this is a it's, yes. it, like it, this this is actually a, pr- a pretty reliable like what one of the very reliable things that gets people to go fight police is like you suddenly increase the price of gas that they either need to drive or need to like heat their houses so maybe I don't know yeah. but then British people will also be barking for us to send the troops against the people who are protesting for the right to yeah live with dignity that's one thing we love to do. Yeah, it's it's a it's a it's a fun it's a fun country. Oh yeah, it's a Not fun tree. That's all. Oh man. <laughs> all right. Well, are we are we are we good? Have we have we solved this one for all the policymakers who listen to our show? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> throw a, throw a brick at your sheriff. <laughs> yeah. Um. Hit me up, right. fucking. Lindsey Graham, a huge fan of the pod, Lindsey Graham. Yeah. Uh, Get a Molotov if you're old. Yeah. Uh, Lindsey Graham's actually just voted to subsidize Molotov cocktail production. So thank you. Thank you, Lindsey, our our based fan uh, of the policymakers who listen to our show. He must have been looking at the research. Mm -hmm, mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. the only way. It's the only real way to stop climate change. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the only legitimate use of fossil fuels is in Molotov yeah. cocktails. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It could happen here as a production of Cool Zone Media. For more podcasts from Cool Zone Media, visit our website, CoolZoneMedia.com, or check us out on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can find sources for It Could Happen Here updated monthly at coolzonemedia.com slash sources. Thanks for listening. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. 
Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career. And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit RightRug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring.